Good morning, good morning, good morning to each of you. Happy New Year to everybody. We are certainly grateful, blessed, and thankful to be able to see the second day of a new year, a new month. Pray that everyone is well on this morning as you are coming in on this morning. I certainly wanted to just say Happy New Year to you and uh, definitely want to invite you to tag and share with others as the word of the Lord declares. This is the day that the Lord hath made because it is a day that he hath made. We are going to rejoice and we're going to be glad in the blessing of the day. Uh, Certainly, it is once again time for the Monday Motivational Moment. I am certainly grateful uh, to be able to connect with you, uh, whether you are joining us live on Facebook or perhaps listening to a rebroadcast or even those who have become a part of the Monday Motivational Moment Podcast Nation. Uh, We certainly greet each of you uh, in your own places, and we are certainly glad to have you connecting with us on this morning. Sister Tanya, good morning to you. Pray that all is well with you and your family on this morning, and uh, certainly grateful and thankful to have you connecting with us this morning for this very first Monday Motivational Moment for year 2023. Listen, I want to get right into this time of sharing with you today. Uh, I believe that what the Lord has given us is going to be um, not only motivational for your lives this week, but I pray that it is a motivation that you can forever look to throughout the course of this year. So Stephanie, good morning to you. So glad to have you connecting with us on this morning. Let's go to the word of God, a very familiar passage of scripture this morning. Psalm 1. Psalm 1 is where I'd like to uh, invite you to join me for just a moment or two. And uh, I want to read the first three verses of the psalm from the Christian Standard Bible. Um, However, it's verse three that really is that place that we want to dive in uh, for a moment or two. Psalm 1, beginning at verse one from the Christian Standard Bible reads, How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked, or stand in the pathway of sinners, or sit in the company of mockers? Instead, His delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Now, there's a lot in that one verse. There's a lot in verse three that I really want to just share with us as a means of not only giving us some sense of motivation for this week, but I pray that it is a sense of motivation that helps us get through this year. Minister Tracy Lee, good morning to you, sir. Thank God for you uh, on this morning. Pray all is well with you and yours. I think today I want to challenge us. I want to challenge us as we begin this year, as we begin this week, I want to challenge us to see the importance of a good start, a good start. Now, I place the word good in quotation marks because that is key to understanding which way we're going. 
when you look at this particular psalm, this particular passage of scripture is a comparison between the righteous man and the wicked man. When you look at the psalm in its entirety, it speaks of the differences uh, between a righteous man and a good man. And of course, you know, throughout all of our lives, we have heard enough about the unrighteous man or the man who does not do it according to God's way. Uh, But for the time that's mine, I want to share with us just a few things that I have seen uh, in this particular passage of scripture that I believe will help us not only set the stage for a good start to this week, but also a good start to the year. And not only having a good start, but maintaining a good start, not only starting good, but being good and remaining good. As the old saying goes, the way we start a thing determines how it ends. So if we start good, we will actually end, watch this, even better than we began. It's right here in this particular passage of scripture where he says that first and foremost, this is a person who is blessed. They are happy. Excuse me. They are fortunate. They have things going in a direction that God is glorified and that their lives are molded in. He says that that's someone who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You do not take advice from ungodly sources. You are mindful of who advises you. You are mindful of who speaks life into you. This is a person who does not stand in the way of sinners. In other words, not only do I am I watchful of what is fed into me, I have to equally be mindful of the environments that I am in. I have to always be mindful of the places that I go, the people I hang around. I have to always be mindful of those sorts of things. And then it says that it's one that does not sit in the company of the mockers. King James Version says, in the seat of the scornful. That basically says that I'm not going to allow negativity to fester in my life to a point that my thoughts become negative, my actions become negative, everything around me becomes negative, my outlook on life becomes negative. That means that I've got to watch who's feeding into me, I've got to watch who I'm hanging around, and then third and and foremost, I've got to watch what I'm thinking about. I've got to watch my thought process. How do I change it? He says in verse two, but his delight is in the Lord's instruction. If I'm going to find pleasure in life, in a godly life, I've got to be willing to do it God's way. God's way is the best way. God's way is the only way. And so in order for me to do it in a way that brings glory to God and enhances my life, I've got to build on the Lord's instruction. I've got to seek him. I've got to seek his word. I've got to seek his way. I've got to seek his plan and his will for my life. Now, I must say here that that is going to mean that there are going to be some things that may not coincide with what I think I should be doing. 
that means that there are going to be some things that are not going to agree with what I think I should be doing. But again, I'm seeking to live a life that brings glory to God so that there is pleasure in my life. I want to have a good start. I want to have a good year. I want to have a good day. I want to have a good week. So when we get to verse three, there are four things that I see in verse three that we've got to really work on in order to have a good start to anything in life. The first thing that I see in verse three is I've got to make sure that my placement is good. I've got to make sure that I'm in the right place. I'm in the right frame of mind. I'm thinking the right way. I'm reacting the right way. I've got to make sure my placement is good. He says there that this person who takes his delight in the Lord's instruction and meditates on it day and night is like a tree that is planted beside a flowing stream. That basically says that I'm in a place where I can be fed. I'm in a place where I'm receiving nourishment. I'm in a place where I'm receiving good things that are going to add good to my life. You got to make sure that you are in a good place. Make sure that your, your thoughts are in good places. Make sure that your attitude is in a good place. Throughout the course of the year, we may encounter some moments that may not feel good, but even though it does not feel good, we've got to make sure that we stay in that place where we are receiving nourishment. That tree that is planted by the rivers of water, as the King James Version says, is that tree that is always receiving nutrient and nourishment. That is the tree that is getting what it needs to get to survive and thrive. So I've got to make sure that my placement is good. But then secondly, the second thing I see is not only must my placement be good, my timing has got to be good. We've got to always remember that just because we want it don't mean that we need to have it in our lives right now. We've got to make sure that just because we want to have it, it doesn't mean that it's for us at this particular season. We've got to trust God's timing in things. We've got to trust God's position in things. The Bible puts it this way, that we must not be weary in doing well or in well-doing, for we must know that in due season, when the time is right, we will reap if we faint not. In other words, we've got to learn how to trust God's timing and be able to say, okay, God, if this is for me now, let it be for me. If it is not for me now, then show me when, show me where, show me how. That's the thing that we've got to really look out for. We cannot be in such a rush that we speed up the process of God trying to get what we want when we want it. There's a difference between food that is cooked on a stovetop compared to that which is cooked in a microwave oven. The key and the difference is timing. And when we trust the timing and we make sure that our timing is good, here's, here's what I believe. I believe that every day of our lives and in every area of our lives, we ought to move at a pace 
where God is glorified. We got to move at a pace where we are receiving all of our nutrients. We're receiving all of our nourishment. That is so important. When you think about this tree that is planted by the rivers of water, why? It bringeth forth its fruit in its own season, which says to me the third thing that we've got to be looking out for. We've got to make sure that not only is our placement good, and our timing is good. But thirdly, let's make sure our look is good. We've got to strive to make sure that we are representing ourselves in a positive way, representing the God that we live for in a right way. Sometimes we can have the right means, we can have the right message, but the wrong presentation. Bill Cosby tells this story often about having a porterhouse steak with mushrooms and a loaded baked potato. But instead of getting a plate, we often find people who will take this steak and these mushrooms and this potato and present it on a garbage can lid. It's in the presentation. So not only do we have to make sure that our information is good, but we got to make sure that the presentation is just as good. Let's make sure that if we're going to have a good start, that we are representing ourselves and the kingdom in such a way that people will see the good in us. The word of God says that we must let our lights so shine before men that they will see our good works and give glory to the father, which is in heaven. And then fourth and finally, we make sure that while our placement is good, our timing is good. Our look is good. Let's make sure that our work is good. Make sure that we are producing something. If you look at that third verse again, that entire third verse speaks to the end result. The end result is the fruit. The tree looks good, but a tree that is just full of leaves and does not have any fruit has not produced anything. I want to make sure that in our lives this year that we are producing good work. Let's make sure that everything we produce verbally is good. Let's strive rather to make sure that everything we produce with our hands is good. Is that meaning that it's going to be perfect? No. Does that mean that it's always going to come out right? No but we've got to make sure that we are striving every day of our lives to bring forth good work. Let's make sure that every day of our lives in this year, we have a good start by making sure that what we present is good. Not only must we make sure that it is presented good, but let's strive every day of our lives to get better at our produce every day of our lives, let's strive to realize that life and living is a process. And if we take the process one day at a time and make it the best day that we have, after all, the word of God says that this is the day that the Lord hath made. So if this is the day that the Lord hath made, I got to rejoice. I've got to be glad. I've got to be thankful. I've got to be grateful 
in the blessing of this day. So today, I just want to challenge us to let's have a good start. As we begin this new year, let's have a good year. And remember, the way you start will determine the way you end. Let's pray together. God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this opportunity and this privilege to be able to connect with my brothers and my sisters. I thank you for this time of being able to begin another year together. And God, we thank you that you have blessed us to begin this new year. And so now, God, since we have begun this new year, we are confident that your word teaches us that he that have begun a good work in us will perform it and complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So today, God, I pray that you would help us to have a good start, not only to the day and to the week, but even to this year. Help us to keep our hearts and our minds focused on good things. Teach us how to speak well. Teach us how to declare and decree good in our lives and in the lives of those that are around us. God, I pray today your blessings upon each and every one that is joining me today. Those that may watch uh, the rebroadcast or even those who are listening via podcast, I speak your blessings over their lives today, this week, this month, and this year. I declare and decree, God, that everything that they set their hands to and every place that the sole of their feet shall trod, you will give it to them for your glory. God, I speak now health and wealth over all under the sound of my voice. I thank you for it. I praise you for it. And I count it as done in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Blessings upon all of you today is our prayer. I am certainly grateful and thankful uh, that we have this opportunity to be together. Thank you all for joining me today. And I pray even the more that this week is a great week for you. This month is a great month for you. And this year is a great year for you. As always, have a marvelous, magnanimous, miraculous, but most of all, motivational week in the name of the Lord Jesus. And know as always, we love you all.